Welcome to episode 102 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In the before times. And in the evenings. Uh, this is Steve, a.k.a. Kilowagi, and with me this time by Zoom. You should have said, like, via satellite. Via satellite. Scott Prime. Rep- reporting in from old times. No. <laughs> before times. It is February 2020 <laughs> here. And I assure you guys in the future that there's not going to be any problems with this virus. That's about the time that I was stocking up and telling people, like, you really need to stock up. And they're like, nah. But, yeah. Anyways, yes. Um, this is the first post-Rona episode, I guess. Or current oh. Rona. <laughs> Post-Rona. Um, part of the forever quarantine known as the last few weeks of my life. Pretty much. So let's just start there. How are you doing? Um, you want honesty? Sure. Not very good. Yeah. Um, I am sick of being home. Yeah. I'm sick of. Uh, so how long life. have you been? Because you've been out of a job for a while, right? So let's see. I after Oklahoma Bowl weekend, I went to work, worked a few days, and then they started shutting us down. Yeah. Because obviously more and more stuff started breaking out, especially with the NBA stopping and all that. Yeah, that was a wild 15 <laughs> minutes. We were at work and a friend of mine's like, hey, someone at the Thunder game might be sick. Oh, hey, they canceled the game. Oh, hey, they canceled the season. Oh, the guy's sick. Now all the flights are shut down. It's like, Jesus, what the hell's going on? Yeah, my job hurried up and like they took the students that were in the middle of the program and they fast tracked them through instead of like separating out their simulations. They kind of like double timed it. Yeah. And they had the students out by the end of that week. Uh, my last day was the Thursday right after Oklahoma bowl. So that would have been like, I believe the 19th. It was the day after my birthday. They sent us home and said, we'll call you <laughs> when the uh, air traffic Academy uh, opens back up. And I've been pretty much only seeing my family that's here in this house since then. And this is April. <clears throat> Jesus. It's April eight, 6th. 6th. Yeah. So it's been multiple weeks. Yeah. Um, like like we- you, um, I kind of got a tip off, I would say mid February, maybe early February from a friend of mine that lives out in California. Uh, Carrie got a hold of me and she said, I'm really worried that this stuff's going to be bad because my brother's a doctor and everything he reads is like, this is not good. She's like, it would make me feel better if you guys would get some masks uh, in case you have to go out in public here in a few months and stock up on some food just in case, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to be at home for, you know, seven to 14 days at a time. And frankly, I didn't, (laughs) When you don't have a lot of money to be, I mean, I had money, but I didn't want to take money out of savings, but me and Jennifer stocked up and I don't want to say like stockpiled, right? but we, you know, our pantry of like where we normally have canned goods and stuff like that was low anyways. So we went ahead and kind of stocked up on stuff, you know, in case yeah. you want to make stew one night, if you want to have some canned vegetables, stuff like that, we went ahead and spent the money, went out and bought some things. Um, at the time we bought a normal thing of toilet paper 
<laughs> even though we already had some toilet paper but yeah. i'm glad we did because now here we are weeks later and we started to get into <laughs> what we bought you know a month ago yeah <laughs> um so we kind of had this warning and she, obviously uh carrie was her brother was stuff coming so um i'm glad that we kind of listened so yeah it's been interesting i luckily have had a job the whole time my uh, i'm currently teaching insurance so i was fighting tooth and nail that there was no reason that we should be at work our testing facilities had closed down so there's no reason that we should have students here and they just kept downplaying it and downplaying it and we're an essential business because it's insurance. I'm like, yeah, but we're not adjusting claims. We're teaching people who can't take tests. Right. So for the most part, people, they were given the option to stay home, and they did for the most part. So I wasn't exposed too much, and it's not like I was going out shopping or anything. I Like I said, I stocked up. I've got Ven going out to get stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, I can sacrifice my roommate. That's fine. Um. <laughs> And then when we had the new class, new class started last Monday and I had to go in and meet my new students, like 20 people. So that's about the extent of my voyages out besides going to possibly, you know, get fast food or something here and there. Right. Um, yes, it's been really weird. And frankly, I'm, I'm not doing good because I feel like. Well, you're much more sociable than I am. I can sit here and be fine. But also, I well, have a job, so. My problem is, is yeah, I don't. <laughs> There's plenty of side projects I should be doing, like yeah. pa painting my ogre team and stuff like that, which I did at first. Doing art. I just feel like every day is this, it's Groundhog Day. And, you know, I also, right or wrong, I feel this unnecessary pressure to make sure all the kids are happy at home and Jennifer's happy at home and all that. I guess the pressure of it makes me miserable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I'm not, I'm not doing so great to be quite honest. I, I mean, I don't even want to go to sleep because if I sleep, I just wake up the next day and I start anew and then it's get something for breakfast. Think about a shower, <laughs> play some, play some rocket league, uh, have, have lunch, go outside and breathe fresh air. Have I think I'll lunch. have a snack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, centered around eating and being grumpy and i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying but yeah i know i'm failing i feel like i'm failing everybody and frankly i feel like everybody in my house hates my guts and they might but <laughs> probably it's me hating my own guts <laughs> uh yeah but i mean you are on unemployment now so you're at least taken care of that way i am and really that's not the issue i mean obviously i'd rather work i sure. know other people some people probably really enjoy this quarantine stuff and everything. I'm but. I'm jealous. I mean, I, I'm very happy to have my job, but if I didn't have the job and I didn't need money, yeah, it'd be kind of nice just to sit around. But that's life. <laughs> it, it's one thing sitting around where you can go out and see people or yeah. just do normal activities without worrying about like you're going to endanger somebody's life. But Well, that's what Ven's complaining about because he's doing work from home because he's Ven, my roommate, best friend since like third grade. He has, I got him a job at the place I worked at before. So he's doing my same exact job I was doing there. And now he's doing it from home. And he's like, I don't know if I like this because I don't see anybody. I go, yeah, but you have to understand if you were working from home 
during regular times, we'd be going out to get dinner in the evening. You know, we'd be hanging sure. out. We'd go play games. But like right now, it's basically you just finish work and then do nothing. Right. And I mean, I like it. My schedule is now back to nine to five thirty because they don't have to fight for space at the location. So we don't need the two ships. So we're all working nine to five thirty, and it is nice because I can. I'm back to actually being able to do stuff. I'm not completely tired all the time. My sure. body's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Normal hours. Yeah. I don't know. I really should get off my butt and go paint some more and finish those teams and stuff. Because I know when all this is over, if it ever happens, um, I'm going to regret wasting a bunch of time. But yeah, I'm kind of down in the dumps, to be honest. Truthfully, no one should really feel too bad. Don't feel pressured that you have to do anything. We're dealing with something that we've never dealt with in our human existence. Well, that's what Jennifer keeps saying the same thing. Yeah. And, but like that we've doesn't... had, we've had plagues and we've had all kinds of crap like this, but not in a society that's so advanced like ours. You know, grinding everything to a halt is just weird. And plus, we back in the old days, you did just pray and hope it went away, and you had faith in that. Now, most of us uh, understand science, and we look at it and go, no, don't really know when things are going to get better. Hopefully in a couple of months, but doubtful. Well, I find myself in my, my Groundhog Day routine, I find myself every night laying in bed, even when I'm tired, and reading about 15 to 20 articles on all this stuff, which yeah, is not really good either. No, it doesn't know? help anything. I mean, it doesn't change anything, but um, I don't know. I'd like to say I'm doing a lot better, but I, I'm not built for quarantine, I, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, and we, we, you know, that's one of the things that people like about us. We do tend to keep things honest and real. So this is life. Um, I'm okay with it. Scott's not. Well, I mean, but the good I've thing been is really trying to stay like, oh, I'd love to go to the park and go for a walk, yeah. even that. And I probably could. But I just don't, when you have five people at home, you don't, I, that's the biggest thing. I don't want to be the person that gets somebody else hurt. Yeah. So I've been trying my best to stay at home. Yeah. I mean, dude, like, I don't know, 10 days ago, I left on a Sunday and I walked four miles. <laughs> I walked so far North. I thought I better turn around because. I'm going to get so tired. I'm going to have to have somebody come pick me up Yeah, and they're not going to want to get out. But I walked four miles, and, which is ridiculous. I mean, like I said, we've been keeping it serious. So like Scott has a webcam and headphones that are mine. And uh, I gave him some miniatures that went to our buddy's widow. But mm -hmm. each time he's come over to the house, it's been putting the bag on the door and he picks it up and takes it. Yeah. I we mean, that's why we're doing this. We, he could easily walk over. But as of right now, we're going to keep it this way because, honestly, it's just safer. He's got that many people. I don't. But, like I said, I was exposed to a decent number of people uh, a week and some ago. So, who knows? I know. And, you know, I've been out, I think, once to go to the grocery store uh, since all this. And, man... <laughs> The target audience for this this COVID-19 thing, 
you know, the boomers, mm-hmm. it really feels like those people just are stupid. They don't care. I, I, I said we this. We know they are. <laughs> I said this. I said the rich, the arrogant, and the stupid are all what's hurting us in this. Yeah. Because I go to the store and there's people there and they don't know what a safe space is, you know? And I just want to start kicking people like get away from me. And I had, I don't know. I had too many people at work and they were all older people who buy into the Fox news BS. And they're like, Oh, it's just a flu. It's not going to be bad. This is ridiculous. I can't believe we're doing this. And just like, you're all going to die. So, (laughs) well, I mean, to put it in some perspective, everybody on the podcast knows that I play a SRG super show a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a guy who has a character in the game and we, I wouldn't say we're close buddies, but we're acquaintances, you know, he wants to meet me. I want to meet him. If we ever show up to a big event, um, Chris Pagillo and, uh, he lives in New York. He, he got this stuff. His mom got this stuff yeah. and to show you how quick things change they went to they had to have help breathing um he he would update us like you know a daily update like this stuff sucks stay home wash your hands um and at one point he said um you know hey good news mom's getting off uh off the oxygen and she might even get to go home today now Mm. this was friday update yeah we didn't hear anything from him the next morning things taking a turn for the worse they're gonna have to intubate mom um you know i'm not doing good either i can't see mom i mean when they say you can't see anybody they're not joking yeah you know and sunday he reported to all of us in his day seven update that his mom passed away yeah so this is real shit real people are getting hurt and we even have uh, Solomon Nicely, who's a doctor who runs the, you know, what is it? The Underworld Cup, I believe. That's a crazy tournament up in Michigan. Mm. Wisconsin area, yeah. somewhere in that. Saul's a doctor. Yeah. If uh, I'm friends with him and his wife on Facebook and his wife posts all the time about how he's exhausted and of course. he feels like he can't be away from the hospital because he's, you know, trying to help his crew. This is like a war. I mean, and it, It's crazy. So if you don't know somebody who has this stuff, you eventually will. And then it will make it feel a little bit more real. And it's not a good way to die. Not that any way's good, but the end times are like five days on a respirator, not being able to breathe and isolated. So everybody who's dying in the hospital is dying alone. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't risk it. So, uh, in an effort not to be total doom and gloom. Um, no, I don't want to be total doom and gloom. No. Since, since all this, um, we have played way more fumble than I thought <laughs> I'd ever play uh, yes. <laughs> in the year of 2020. Yes. Uh, me and some buddies, including Steve, who's not my buddy, but we went ahead and let him play anyways. That's nice we enough. have a very small league um, on fumble for us us random guys who want to do random skills and random teams. Yep. And, um, and except then hopefully you who cheats. What's that? Except you who cheated first <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. In our, uh, <laughs> randomly it's pick five skills from the list and fumble, you know, number one through five and number six is pick, 
Well, the first game I had, I rolled for my skills, picked my skills, turned off the computer. <laughs> and immediately, Steve's like, there's no way you got those skills. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, what you are you talking about? Dodges? That's really good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. I cheated. Yeah. And then I proceeded to get my guy killed the next game. <laughs> well, that's I'd, justice. I did get a vampire with the strength up. And I this last game I just played, I got a thrall with the strength up. I mean, you had to take it, right? Of course, with random yeah. skills. But, anyways, we're having a fun time with that because we're all pretty much close friends, so we can cuss and bitch and moan about the fumble random card generator. And we're playing cover. with a couple of people who haven't played in many, many, many years. Right, we got Alan and Sarge to play, and they haven't played Blood Bowl. I mean, Sarge hasn't played in six or seven years that I know of. Yeah, and Alan still hates it. Oh, we were playing, and I was asking him, like, "So, you at least enjoying it?" He goes, "No, I hate this game." Like, well, it's blood bowl oh yeah big time well and so the tabletop league is stopped for or it's on hiatus at least for right now of course and some people acted interested in playing on fumble so i made up a fumble little league and people are still kind of making their team so we'll see how that goes so we are playing some blood bowl just yeah. online uh also not only has scott been busy doing that to pass the time but he came up with a good idea. So I did. Well, yeah. Um, we're going to be going weekly for the oh. foreseeable future. Yeah. We're going to try this because um, I really think it'll help my sanity <laughs> to try to talk and act normal and act like an adult and not be a grumpy butthole. And um, maybe this will be good for Steve too, to see some people. So, yeah. So what our current plan is like, we're going to do this episode we're going to try to keep them shorter than we normally do because obviously three hours every week is going to be a pain to record and then edit and all that. So probably just one subject per episode. But as I said, I loaned Scott a webcam and headphones. I have a professional Zoom account for my work. So we're going to try live episodes as well. So mm -hmm. next week... Um, uh, we don't know the day. What what day next week, you think? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So why don't we just say this? Look out on the Facebook account. And Twitter. And Twitter. And we will post a date by Sunday? Is that fair? I this think we could do Sunday? that, yeah. I mean, we should have this up by... It depends how fast you edit it. Yeah. So maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. And it's April 6th right now. Yeah. So we're going to try this just weekly stuff for right now since we are all stuck at home. And yeah, you guys might be chomping at the bit to talk to people or not kill your spouse. So maybe this will be good for you too. So essentially the idea is uh, we're going to be on Zoom. We're going to have our video feeds up so you can watch us and then you can join the Zoom. It does require the Zoom room number and a password because all my stuff's password protected because of work. So I can provide that. You guys can jump in. And I think the easiest way is we're just going to let you get into the lobby. We can see the chat. We can see the people. So you can ask us questions in chat. If you want to pipe up and ask us something verbally or want to get on cam, you can do that. Uh, we can you know, allow access to that once someone puts up a request or puts a hand up or whatever. And we'll just see how that goes. 
Now, next week, if we do this and nobody shows up, then we'll see how things go. But I th- I'm sure somebody will show up. Oh, there'll be one or two jokers that just want to bother us. So. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, like, literally, you can just come on and ask us questions, and we'll go off the top of our head. And if it's good enough, like I said, we'll have it recorded. We'll put it up. If it's not that good, we'll probably still put it up. We just might not <laughs> be doing the live episodes for a while. <laughs> right. I mean, we can we can also have a subject while we talk, and people yeah. can banter back with us or if they want. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, so, like we just figured this is a way not only to help Scott not be insane, but I'm sure others of you out there are going insane as well. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to have some place where you can go, ah, this feels like the before times. Yep. And that's what I've been calling it, the before times. I think a lot of people have, and it's, it's sad but true. I'm waiting for the April thing to drop. I mean, January was uh, almost World War Three, straight off the bat. And right. the Pope slapped someone. Remember that? Yep. Like, it's been so crazy. Uh, February, Australia was on fire. Right. And Kobe Bryant died. Right. March has been COVID mania with, you know, everything being canceled. And now April, something's going to happen. And then we got that asteroid coming in May that's just going to end everything. Is there, there's an asteroid in May coming? <laughs> oh, Yeah. How close is it going to get? Well, so far, not close, but it is um, apparently very gaseous, so it might explode soon. Oh, so that's my wonderful. idea is that it's we're actually going to be able to see it, apparently. But I'm guessing when it goes by the sun, eventually it's going to blow up, and part of it's going to shoot off, and then it's going to veer directly for us, and then we won't have to worry about it. Hmm. So that makes me want to leave my house right now and go enjoy life. Mm, might have to. Hmm. But before we do that, we're going to recap Oklahoma Bowl. All right. We will uh, take a quick break and we'll be back with some Oklahoma Bowl weekend. Scott Prime here. Just wanted to let everybody know Wizards Asylum Comics and Games in Norman is your go-to place during this crazy quarantine COVID-19 time period. Wizards Asylum is still doing mail orders for you guys. You can reach them at Wizards Asylum Comics and Games and Norman on Facebook. You can also go to wizardsnorman.com, talk to Brian Alcorn, have him send you some pictures of the products. He'll wrap them up, get them ready to ship for you so you can have something fun to do while you're sitting at home. Welcome back, and now we're going to discuss the weekend that was the last tournament we've ever gone to. Was it the actual last NAF tournament, Steve? No, no. There's been a couple since then, I think. And there's been some hey. online, too, so you can do online ones now. Oh, that's true. I don't know. But they're online rankings, right? Versus... Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, okay. Well, we thought we had the... <laughs> We were the last uh, any type of events at all that was ran at Wizards Asylum. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because after Sunday, he was like, I'm calling off all events until further notice. So. 
Yeah, it was on March 14th and 15th. And honestly, if, um, if we didn't have a bus from Florida and Core coming in, I probably would have canceled it. Would have sucked. But it was a little too risky, especially with everyone coming from around the country. Well, let's just start on Friday. Sure. Friday, Friday we got to get we got together at Johnny's Charcoal Broiler, which is a hamburger French fry place in um, Moore, Oklahoma. Um, there was what about six of us at first, and then like some more people slowly trickled in. Yeah. Um, the Florida guys were around, and I'm sure they're going to tell their own version of their story if uh, Jim left tells the story on two drunk flings but um and a uh, really nice thing was i was able to get the day off i didn't know if i would so right um brendan smith and shp engraving he's the one who did the mugs uh, we were able to get the back room at wisdom asylum and set up all the prizes and everything the night before so that friday we were already set to go yeah that was nice the mugs are really nice i never got one officially just let you know. Oh, did you not? Okay. No. So I hope there's one left. Yeah, there's some left. Okay. Um, mugs were really nice. All the other stuff was good. Um, yeah, it was actually you guys. Was it you and Michael Lewis that went down to Wizards and set all that up before I could help you? It was me, Michael, and Craig Ashby. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so we all went down. And then the Missouri guys, which was Brendan, Joe, and some others uh they oh. all helped out as well big shout out to michael lewis brownstone he brought in some uh butchers butchers what is it butchers barbecue the butchers barbecue from up in wellston mm-hmm. that we had a year prior um it wasn't as good i think the ribs since they were to go they put a lot of sauce or like the juices in them oh i love that okay it just it wasn't as good to me okay i don't know I thought everything was pretty good. We were missing some of the baked beans. The turkey was uh, still awesome. I mean, there is something. I mean, Michael got it and probably still had to drive almost an hour. So oh, eat more than that, for sure. <laughs> so we had that for lunch before we went to Johnny's Charcoal Broiler. There was like only six of us at first. It was really funny. We all were having these conversations, yet all kind of staying away from each other. Yep. Um, and then... A few more people trickled in, and then a few more people trickled in, and then Jonathan Thu and uh, Josh from Florida came in a little bit later. I mean, I'd say 8.15 or so, if I remember right. Could be wrong on that. Yeah. But everybody ate. We sat around and talked. We had a good time. I mean, maybe there was 10 to 12 of us. Not that many. Maybe 14. But again, maybe. Rory from Utah flew in, so he got to hang out with us some. Yeah, he, he hung out with us. Um, was really Brian cool 2 there yet? No, um, Brian 2 was not there yet, right? I think he showed up. Core and them finally came in. Core and them came in. The Houston guys came in late. So I think there was at least 12 of them. Anyways, it yeah. doesn't matter. There was a smaller group of us who hung out, had some hamburgers, talked. And then everybody kind of said, we're tired or we're going to be tired, so we need to hit the road. Yeah. Um, and then man that next day's keep in mind at the time i was working until eleven thirty, so i was used to staying up until one or two in the morning and then getting up like 11 you know somewhere around there not 10 whatever but no the next day we were up at six 
and mm-hmm. I maybe got three, four hours of sleep. Oh, uh, same here. I always worry about what what is it that we forgot? What are we gonna mess up? And how are we gonna fix it? And... Did pretty good. Uh, everything went well. Um, how many people did we have for Glomville? How many do we have sign up? Do you remember? I don't. It was over fifty some. Okay, we, we had it started trailing off instead of gaining like it normally does because right. we had so many people dropping. Like I can't come because of the you know all this. I'm like I, I get it. I don't blame you. Right. We had forty four show up. That was including me as an odd man out. So we had forty three plus me, which was forty four. Um, that's still not a bad. No. I mean, for considering how many people, I mean, with the state of the world at the time, and and I don't know that we have four or five guys from Oklahoma only, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it wasn't many. So most of the guys are from out of town. Yeah. So once and again, the out of town guys are huge. Shout out to the Florida crew for. Renting the RV and driving all the way up. How many dudes was in that RV? I want to say nine. Might have been a little less. I hope they don't get mad when I say this, but I have to say this. They left like Thursday. To my knowledge, and these guys are power men because I could never do this. I am too much of a sissy, whatever, a prissy guy. I don't know. They left Thursday. They partied all weekend. They played well all weekend. They never took a shower that I know of. I couldn't have survived. I didn't I smell have, anybody. So I would, no, thankfully. that's no, I, I didn't either. Hats off to them. I'm just saying there's no way I could have survived that. They might've showered somewhere. Don't know, but there's a couple of groups of people that got Airbnbs in the houses right behind wizards. It's like, yeah, oh, that's, that's really cool. No, but the Florida guys staying up all night, partying, drinking, yeah. playing Blood Bowl, doing well, all of that stuff. You guys are bigger men than me. <laughs> <laughs> the last hurrah. <laughs> no, we were worried too because, like, well, Florida's got a lot of cases of Corona, so maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> and it was funny too because mid at lunchtime, um, one of the guys comes up. I'm not going to say who, just because. Um, he goes, hey, man, um, I'm going to have to drop at lunch. And I go, that sucks. What's going on? And he just kind of whispers. And he's like, um, my wife got uh, positive for it. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. No, you're cool. All I heard was wife tested positive, and I freaked out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. We got it. And then... I went to Brian, the shop owner, and was like, okay, well, uh, someone just said their wife was testing positive and he's not feeling well, so we need to wipe everything down. So that lunchtime, we wiped everything down. And then come to find out, I'm messaging him later, like, hey, man, how you doing? Okay, going fine, just at the doctor's. Okay, I expect to get uh, test results shortly. I go, test results this fast? (laughs) <laughs> he goes, yeah, they 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 think it's the flu. My my wife had the flu or whatever. I'm like, oh lord, I didn't yeah, Steve, listen. You hurried up and panicked. Yeah, when it was flu. And when I told yeah. Brian, he's like, is it one of the guys from Florida? Because if it is, we're shutting this mother down completely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope. I'd like to say that we're picking on Florida, but at the same time, like, well, no, it's just logic. Oh, there's a lot of articles about Florida in the news all the time. Yeah. 
So it's a hotbed. So yeah, th- that person didn't have the flu. No, he was fine. <laughs> you know. Anyways, so after Steve got scared with that, we actually the the tournament we're in really smooth. Yeah. Like I said, we had all those people. Um, big thanks to Chance because we were at lunch when we found out that like we we're going to drop a man, which means I was going to have to drop. And Chance was zero and two, and he's like, he's like, you're going to have to drop. And I said, yeah, because somebody dropped. And he's like, he goes, well, drop me. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. You came from Iowa. I said, I'd like to, but I, I shouldn't. You know, and he's like, actually, I really need to go look for cleaning supplies because I can't find them in Iowa. So, and he had to do a lot of calls because that's what he was doing basically the first two games, too, getting distracted. And- yeah, the store was calling him a lot about questions and concerns. And so he went ahead and dropped and let me stay into the tournament. And Jennifer took him around to like a bunch of our Sam's clubs and big stores around here. And he found the cleaning supplies. He's- he needed for his store that were out up in iowa so yeah that... i guess that worked all out for him too yeah it worked out well i played you want me to go over my matches really briefly here sure um i played an amazon team i renamed him after brian hill's first uh amazon team that he played with us in our in our league that we had way back in the day since we were giving away brian's you know little cool miniature yeah of the norseman drummer in his likeness and so I played with the Tabasco Hellcats. Tabasco's a little tiny island in the fluff um, over there in Illustria. Um, I had uh, four blitzers, one with Frenzy, two guard, one tackle. I had, looks like, four, uh, eight line women, one with Wrestle, one with Block and Sure Hands. And then I took the Freebooter, Goreflam, uh Rot Breath, Star Player. He was six, three, three, nine, uh, loner block, mighty blow guard, thick skull and fan favorite. And that's and one two, of the ones from the rule pack. That was from the rule pack. If you interested in that, you can go back and look at the, the rules. He was, um, a recreation of a, a second edition freebooter star player. That was like in the one of the white horse or something like that. Okay. So, um, so I took him, uh, first round I played, uh, Nick Cofield. He had a orc team. He did not have an ultimate, uh, what, what do I want to say? Optimal build. Right. Um, he played with orcs right out of the box type deal. You know, they had two black orcs, two blitzers. So it wasn't the conventional four black orcs, four blitzers type deal. Um, I managed to win two to one. I know I scored, I don't want to say easy, but I felt like I scored. And then he had to pull off some BS stuff, like, you know, long throw, a bunch of go for it, stuff like that. And he got in. It was one-to-one at halftime. And then um, I ended up winning two-to-one. So I was happy with that. Nice. Um, round two, I played Brendan Smith, the maker of all our great goodies and all the other wooden things that he brought from his company. Uh, he was playing a Bretonian team. Do you see his uh, really cool dungeon bowl pitch? I guess not, since I... It was one of the things up for raffle. It was a, a fully PDF or MDF, whatever. The wood, the cut, the laser cut wood dungeon bowl pitch. Dungeon bowl? Yeah, it was really neat. Huh. 
So you could make up a dungeon out of all the tiles? Mm-hmm. Not with the walls and stuff, but the ground. Oh, I, I, I must have overlooked it thinking it was something else. Most then. likely, yeah. We're busy um, doing stuff. I played this Bretonian team. I gotta admit, I, I'm assuming some bad dice rolls happened on his part to get me a two to nothing win. I don't remember much from this match. <laughs> um, I then played uh, Josh. Is it Logic? Logic. I uh, played his dwarf team. Um, I think he went up one nothing, and I came back and won two to one. So here I am going into round four, three and zero, oh, surprisingly, with Amazons, and um, I I'm on table two, and I play <laughs> Core himself, <laughs> who also has an Amazon team. So, just one of the better players in the world, you know, no big deal, right? Like maybe the best player in the world, maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, like. The highest ranked team, at least in the NAF currently. Um, I was very intimidated, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if I ever made him really get worried at all. <laughs> now, his team was almost an exact mirror of mine, except um, he had an apothecary and he did not have the star player. He had a blitzer, though, that had Mighty Blow. And, you know, not a big deal, but. I believe he had Mighty Blow and Tackle, maybe? Okay. I don't know. It was the difference maker. I mean, our first whole half was nothing but me trying to move one way, doing one hit on his person, not knocking him down. Or if I did knock him down, I wouldn't break armor. Yeah. And then vice versa would happen, but he would break armor. I mean, like the Mighty Blow piece that he had was dominating for his side. Um it was zero zero at halftime, and then um, he was in full control of the second half. He was in a he put me in spots where he was starting to peel off guys, so I had to try like I have to try to dodge into a cage. Yeah, at least I have dodge, so I have two chances at this five or six or whatever <laughs> it was, and um, I never got a, a hit. You know, when I did make it through, like with all the dodges, I had to do one go for it, and I'd fail to go for it. So he won one to nothing. Um, top table, um, tied. So there was my chances and I fell swiftly from top four to ninth place overall. <laughs> so that means we do have a winner and that would be. I'd like to say first playing against core. I thought at the very least, I'll learn something. He played so quick. His positioning so dead on where you feel like you can't do nothing. I don't know if I learned anything. <laughs> well, I guess that's good. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I just, um, you know, he, he made a f few comments. He said that in our game, because I was like, what would I should have done different? And he said, well, you should have just been trying to take out my line women and not worry about my blitzers and stuff like that. You know, like just. He said, I had you in a bad spot, so the only way you could help it yourself is maybe getting some lucky injuries. So right. I don't know. Maybe I played better than I thought, but the winner of Oklahoma Bowl, number nine, is Corfogan. So he won uh, undefeated, only undefeated guy of the day with 44 players. So congrats to him for first place. Uh, second place went to Matt McDonough. Third place, or the Delzine Cup, went to Dean Piper. Most brutal was Josh Rojic with 15. 
Hey, I gave him some of those injuries. Yay. (laughs) As always. Uh, (laughs) Best offense was Brian 2. Best defense was Drew Buccicone. Stunty was Zachary Lorman Redak. Fan fave, Michael Haley. Best sport, James Luft. And back of the pack, our very own Chris Mosier. Hey. Oklahoma. (laughs) Oklahoma represent. As we were doing this, um, I went on to Fumble. And checked out Core's record. Do you guess? Take a guess on how many Amazon games he's played. Just oh, Amazon. I, I knew this a couple weeks ago when I after I played him, I looked him up. Nine hundred and twenty-one. And I played. Guess how many, Steve? Twelve. <laughs> uh, I played eight. <laughs> wow. His overall, just on Fumble, he's played. Oh, is this on Fumble? Yeah, just Fumble. Oh, I haven't played any on Fumble. I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you were looking at his NAF ranking. No, no, no. I'm no. sorry. This is just on Fumble. He's played 3,200 games. Good Lord. My man. Yeah. So, can't really complain too much about that. He's played more games on Fumble than I've played in my life of any Blood Bowl. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know what his most played team is? High Elves, I think. It is High Elves. That's weird. He's the high elf master. Yeah. Not a not a common thing to see. So anyways, yes, that is Oklahoma Bowl. Uh, everything went off really well. Uh, we did have a whole bunch of raffles up. Um, they were given away the second day. We had stuff from Die Hard Dice, Succubus Studios, Tabletop Art, Turtles Miniatures, One Turn Touchdown, uh, the blog. They were very kind enough to send tokens and stuff. And then Ironheart Artisans. Big shout out to them. I neglected, like, the stuff came in late. And, you know, we had everything set up to have, like, a photographer take photos of stuff and send it out. And then he canceled because of the disease. So it ended up just being us. And we missed, like, shouting out Ironheart Artisans. So very special shout out to Ironheart Artisans. Ironheart Artisans. Ironheart Artisans. So, just make sure that's so, known. Ironheart Artisans. So, if you say it six times, it makes I think it so. better. I think it makes it better. All right. But this stuff was really cool. They're the ones well, that also do, like, um, they do um, billboards. Oh, okay. At the tournaments. So, those are really cool. That was it. Uh, yeah, we ended up raising a total of over $1,300 for Brian. I think it was 1310, I think is the final total. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was pretty crazy that people donated that much money. Um, I, I took it over to his, his wife and she was very happy and shocked and stunned and very thankful. So she wanted me to pass on a big thank you from her. So what did you think of the figures? Um, those I forgot to take to her when I took the money (laughs) and then I had to go back out and I dropped them off at her house and she wasn't home, but she asked me to leave them on the door, which I was fine with because this was like, once we all started really getting into quarantine and stuff, uh, she messaged back that they look amazing. And you know, it was really cool because we had uh, someone who came in and was like, you know, I forgot who Brian was until I saw the figure and I'm like, Oh, that guy. Yeah. That I, that made me smile. Yeah. So, do we have any of those left for people? We do have some. Okay. 
so once all all this calms down maybe we can sell the rest of them off yeah so um we're actually donating them to the friends of nuffle which we debuted the friends of nuffle charity organization that i have started with scott hess and some other people or um i guess i just say dustin uh, brad and michael so all five of us are part of that and uh we've got a fully painted world cup team with the pitch and all kinds of goodies being up for raffle and we'll get more information on that as we go and it's like this is not the time to be doing stuff like this because tons of people are out of money for sure i mean everybody's kind of worried about like if you're like me as soon as i got my last paycheck i was like okay i'm okay for two weeks yeah and i can sit here and worry about it or i can just enjoy the next couple two weeks and you know (laughs) prepare one month later yeah it it is amazing how much money you save when you don't drive anywhere though i haven't filled up my gas tank in forever i know uh i'm not complaining like (laughs) you know it's fine i save a lot of time too because i always left work an hour early and then left from work like 15 20 minutes later so i'm saving a couple hours a day i'm fine with it um, so then we got Spiky Cup. Um, anything special, Spiky Cup wise? Um, I did not play in this one, so we just kind of sat around and I mean, it, how many people did we have? We had thirty six people. We had a few that were only playing for one day. Yeah, um, type deal. We did have we had thirty five actually, and I thought I was going to play, but we had a walk in, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, guy from Dallas came up and played, so. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, the tournament kind of ran itself, really. It was. It seemed to go really smooth yeah, on did, everything. So. Didn't have any issues. I was getting really tired that day. Tell you what. Oh, I could tell. Yeah, you were. You were <laughs> I pooped. Was just, I was just kind of zoning out and like, okay, well, okay, well, next round, um, blah blah blah. Uh, so overall, we got first was Dave Hanrath, second Tim Har, third Aaron Franklin. And then we had most brutal went to Nick Cofield, who won this last year. Uh, he won this with uh, Wood Elves this time. Wow! Uh, he might maybe the first year too. I don't remember, but um, Nick was really happy that he had some crushing Wood Elves for, <laughs> for the most brutal. Uh, Jonathan Thu uh, got uh, best offense. He Dean had, Piper. Best hold on, deep. hold on. Let's go back. Jonathan Thu had best offense with twelve touchdowns. It's actually Thu. Thu. Okay. Uh-huh. In two games. Yes. Two games. One had seven, one had five. Right. He didn't score any in his first game. And it's just like, I don't know how he does that, but yeah, he he destroyed. I don't know how anybody scores seven touchdowns, let alone five. Played Ogres. So, but still. I agree. It's pretty amazing. Yes. 12 touchdowns, three games, and all of them came in two games. Yep. Uh, Dean Piper got best defense. Uh, Joe Smith, one of the Missouri guys, got a uh, stunty, or best stunty or stunty champion. John Pagani got a uh, fan favorite. William Irby, uh, he's the guy that came up from Dallas, right? Yep. Um, our walk-in, uh, best sport. And then Arthur McCon- McClendon. McClelland. McClelland. McClelland? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he got back of the pack, so. Yeah. 
So that's how the words trickled out. Um, I guess all the special rules went okay. Yeah, there wasn't too many complaints. Uh, there's no crazy kickoff table, so didn't have a whole bunch of that to worry about. It's Maybe just that's the, cards. the difference, is we didn't have a bunch of questions with that. Yeah. And then the cards were pretty self-explanatory. You got to use one every round, blah, blah, blah. That's um, right. You had the cards where if you donated money, you got like an yeah. extra effect. I think almost everybody there donated money, which oh, was for sure. just incredible. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the Blood Bowl community and for, I mean, making everybody feel like a family. So Yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad this tournament was over because I was putting it off and putting it off and not wanting to deal with it because, you know, Brian, you know, I don't want to deal with it. So Yeah, your way of dealing with Brian is, and we've talked about this <laughs> maybe, uh, I don't even know if we talked about it on the podcast, like when you knew he was gone, you deleted him from your phone, like out of your, yeah, you know, he's gone. I'm just going to let him go and move on. And like, he's in my, still in my phone book, you know, in my phone and stuff. So yeah. we just deal with things differently. Yeah. Well, I try not to think about it. <laughs> then when I well, do, I get the figures in and I start falling at the kitchen table as I see it. And I'm like, oh, it's real. Yeah, I agree. But um, I mean, can't do much about it. It sucks. A lot of people are going to be going through that shortly. But I do agree with what you say. Um, while I think this was a great tribute for him to do the figure, I'm glad we have the figure. I'm glad we chose to do the figure. I let everybody raise some money. It's also a time to, you know, just say that, you know, we love you, Brian, and and move on like you'd want us to as well. Yeah. So so it, it was a kind of a... Bittersweet. I guess... It is what it is, but it was a nice send off, I guess yeah. you could say. So he would just be and, mad that he doesn't have the figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and knowing Brian, he'd buy two because he wants one with the drums in it and then one without the drums. Mm -hmm. So, so <laughs> he'd probably use them as old foreigners on his North Steam. Right, exactly. So I'm really thinking about painting up mine up and just having him always be a head coach. That's a good idea. Head coach model. Yeah. So. And you can use the drumstick as kind of like a, a, you know. A whipping stick? Yeah. Beating stick. <laughs> a club? Yep. So Turn the drum into a giant mug. So that's it for, um, besides that, we a few of us went out and had, I mean, usually Spiky Cup, everybody gets the hell out of Dodge because everybody needs to hit the road. Yeah. Um, we usually end up, you know, eating some sushi with um, the guys from 3 Die Brock. Three was, block. This is really slow service this year. Yeah, I mean, I didn't give them a big prep time, and it was definitely different than the years past. But everything went fine. Yeah, and then we got to eat our sushi. We got to sit around and talk. And Rory was uh, going to get a cab ride back to his hotel, and I'm like, dude, we can just I can just drive you. It's not that big a deal. And right. I was like, okay, well, I I don't mind, but Brian too, you have to come with me to keep me awake on the ride back. <laughs> because, right because then that next day we were supposed to get up and have breakfast to see if it went off like we love to do and all that and i'm just like no nah, i'm sleeping in i can't do it <laughs> yeah i figured you were exhausted at that point so. yeah so i had breakfast with the goods and i saw them off and i think that was the last time i touched other people <laughs> so uh, i was like you guys want hugs or not they're like well we've already spent all weekend with you we're either infected or not so yeah, 
And, you know, that I think that went really well. We made sure that people were, you know, fist bumping or not sharing dice. You know, people took their risks if they wanted to, but... Oh, the people that feel like they get hot dice and they like somebody can ruin their mojo yeah. loved this tournament. <laughs> they were like, ah, oh, you don't have to touch my dice. And yeah. So it was pretty funny. It is what it is. Uh, it was a good turnout. Raised a lot of money. Still went smooth. Yeah. Do I wish more people were there? Sure. Do I wish there was not a plague in the world? Sure. Yeah. So it's pretty incredible thinking we had that many people at that timing especially now looking back three weeks ago yeah it feels so much longer Jeez. for sure um wow so. yeah everything's just been so hectic since then like i said you know my job's gone to work from home so i've been dealing with that trying to get all the stuff ready for the next class which we didn't think we were going to have we didn't know what we were doing but we're teaching them remotely and it's going decent so we'll see well, let's take a quick little break and we'll come back with some shout outs, Steve. Sounds good. Time for the final part of the episode and it's time for Scott to say shout outs. Okay. You're not getting it. That's fine. Um, that, that shows you <laughs> my mood right now. It also shows that you're at home and don't want to make a fool of yourself in front of your children. No, it's more of a, I could do it to make a fool of myself. Yeah. Uh, no, so, shout outs. There you go. Okay. Again, big shout outs to Wizards Asylum for putting up with us. Uh, One Turn Touchdown, Tursus Miniatures, Tabletop Art, Die Hard Dice, Succubus Studios, Iron Heart Artisans. Big shout out to Brendan Smith of SHP Engraving who did all of our mugs and you gave us a lot of cool stuff to give away uh big shout out to jack up at maelstrom got our mats done and all that so yeah did we talk about the mats you gave out no so here we are They're rolling setting mats. Up, yeah setting up saturday morning and i go what are these and steve's like they're like little dice trays and i'm like i didn't even know we were getting those so i had no clue yeah, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a good, I wasn't promoting stuff well. Um, want to make sure stuff got in on time after getting burned last year. Yeah, that was, I mean, we were scared about the figure too, to be honest with people. Sure was. Um, it was um, not a super close call, but it was the week of the tournament. <laughs> it was closer than I wanted, that's for sure. Yeah, we were we were kind of panicked on that. So, yeah, it's hard to plan these things way in advance and then people don't come through on the shipping yeah and you know that's just how it works sometimes i know but oh yeah big shout out to grebo because they gave us a coupon code that everyone got uh oh yeah kr multi-case they sent a bunch of stuff as they always do they always send good stuff they really do i was, I was really hoping jennifer would win some of that stuff for us <laughs> yeah uh so anything else no, shout out to uh, Brian Alcorn at Wizards Asylum. He always um, lets us run this tournament. He doesn't charge us anything for this tournament. Right. He kind of gives us the whole store for one weekend. So, you know, the fact that we were asking people to hopefully donate to give that money to Brian Hill's family, Brian Alcorn did not mind. But at the same time, from a business standpoint, you know, 
he's not making a ton of money either. Especially right. if he's asking, you know, if somebody comes to the tournament with $50 to just play with and they use it on buying tickets, um, hats off to him for doing that for the family. He even donated some board games and stuff to the drawings for and us. As you would have heard earlier <laughs> in the podcast, um, he is doing mail order. So if you need anything game wise or anything like that, just hit him up. You can go to wizardsnorman.com. Yeah, or and from Wizards what I understand, on Facebook. Oh, Wizards Asylum on Facebook. You're right. But the Norman uh, one, make sure it's Norman. There's like right. three of them. And um, I'm tied to that Facebook account. So I know people all the time will be like, hey, I'm looking for some dice. I'd like you to send me. And so Brian will commun- go over there and take a picture of like all the dice. And people will then pick out some dice they want. He'll ship it to them. Or- He's been doing that with the D&D miniatures and stuff like that, too, because, you know, people are sitting around trying to keep themselves busy. Now's a great time to get into games and honestly, just help out anywhere you can. If you have a job, that money that you're going to spend at a local business or a local eatery or anything like that, it's going to go a lot farther than just sending it to Walmart or sending it to a big corporation. Yeah, the once life if it ever gets back to normal the landscape should be different out there there's gonna be a lot of businesses closed oh yeah and never opening um and this is i don't know it's just gonna be different yeah absolutely and as of right now i mean brian's a good store owner he knows what he's doing but he did recently move so that location's probably costing him more than he would oh, like yeah. to admit right now when he's not bringing in the income. <laughs> yeah. So if you do appreciate us, obviously, you know, uh, helping him out helps us out too. Right. For sure. Um, I think that's it. Just a big thank you to, you know, core for traveling all the way over here from England. He wasn't a hundred percent sure he was going to make it home. Yeah. Um, I told him he so- needed to start a video series called quarantined, but <laughs> he didn't want to do that. No, he sure didn't he missed out on a great opportunity (laughs) um but just a shout out to everybody who came supported the tournament played laughed it was nice to kind of escape reality for just a little bit yeah and i don't feel guilty now that it's been several weeks and nobody's emailed us and said hey you mofo yes i got i got sick at your tournament i hate your guts now so knowing that nobody really got sick with COVID-19 at our event. Um, it really helps. And like, and like, and like I said, for at least those times when you're playing blood bowl, you can kind of forget a little bit because you're mad at your dice or a, a character not dodging like you should. Yep. And you can forget the world sometimes. So it was nice. Hopefully we'll do it again in the future. And until then, as we said, uh, we should be doing a live episode next. So if you want to come bug us and, you know, if you haven't seen what we look like or anything, that's something to do. Yeah, I'll be uh, pantsless. So that's something to look forward to. We might all be pantsless. You might be pantsless now. You so it's funny, up. before this started, um, Scott, I was showing him how to do virtual backgrounds in Zoom. So he, <laughs> of course, brought up uh, mildly inappropriate. And by mildly, I mean wildly inappropriate photo and he tried to put it as his background but he's wearing a blue shirt so his shirt then became a whole bunch of asses yeah it was awesome it was pretty funny it was really really <sighs> funny so you have that to look forward to if we do this again 
<laughs> thanks for listening i hope everybody can stay sane out there don't be like me and be a grumpy butthole if you need, just gotta be patient if you need people to talk to we're out there shoot us a message for sure so thanks for listening i hope this helps and maybe talking to you every week will help somebody else out there too so see you guys bye-bye You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. I'm going with sugar.